You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. That is, until Krampus the Christmas Devil turns up and abducts Santa Claus, even as he's delivering presents to the sleeping household. But as the old goat is dressing him up in a sack, St. Nick draws upon the magic of Christmas to bring a group of toys to life. Charged with rescuing the jolly old elf, the party sets out to save Santa before Christmas Day dawns and the cruel, birch-wielding demon usurps his position, taking his place forever. You open your eyes, as if for the very first time, and look around you. Everything is gloomy, the only light coming from a string of fairy lights. But there's something familiar about your surroundings. A tingling sensation fills your entire body, and in response to the fizzing in your arms and legs, you sit up and shake yourself. Hearing a thud, your gaze is instantly drawn to the other side of the room you are in. There, a huge, shadowy, horned figure is closing the mouth of a large sack. But before the sack closes for good, you see a softly lined face with rosy red cheeks, a curling white mustache, and long white beard peering out from inside. The old man fixes you with his dazzling, diamond-sharp eyes and mouths the word, Help me. And then the monster ties the sack shut, heaves the heavy bag over its shoulder, and leaves the room. One imperative remains strong in your mind. You know that you have to save Santa. So we begin in the sitting room. There is the fairy lights, the tree, and and the fireplace filled with smoldering embers. And you hear a noise, a sound coming from the fireplace. You don't remember precisely where the demon took Santa. So, let's go ahead and start actually with describing yourselves. What toy are you? Andrew? Uh, uh, my toy is a rubber Robbie, which is a, uh, like a circus performer strongman action figure that's, uh, pretty much comprised entirely of stretchy rubber. Uh, arms can stretch, legs can stretch, body can, and, uh, other than that, it's got this uh, mix between, you know, the typical circus performer, strongman, or pro wrestler kind of onesie that he's wearing. Um, otherwise, bald head. But uh, that's that toy. <laughs> All right, Nathan. I. My character is Skeletor. So the classic bodybuilder look. Uh, very little, you know, clothing. He has his cape and his hood, his blue skin, and his skull face floating, floating inside his hood. And he carries his trademark uh, magical staff. All right, and John. My character's name is Sweet Angie. She is a 1994 top-rated customer QVC-exclusive religious commemorative tree topper featuring a gold dress, a wreath, and beautiful white feathery wing. And the first fact that she did was to make the room sparkly because it was gloomy, and gloomy is not Christmassy. Yep, 
All right. And so you guys are in... It looks like a sitting room, living room sort of thing. There's a... The large Christmas tree, obviously, that Angie just came down from. And a large... A fireplace with three stockings hung from the mantel. A small table beside the fire has a glass and plate that you can just barely make out from your spots. Angie could see it um, better from her perch on the tree. It looks like there's some auburn liquid in the glass and mince pies and carrots seem to be left out for Christmas, for Father Christmas and his reindeer. The children are always, the children are always so thoughtful. They always remember the reindeer. And it looks like the stockings have already been filled. But was that by Santa? Or did Krampus leave a nasty surprise? How tall up are the, uh, are, are the stockings? Uh, they're on the mantle, so... Would that be about four and a half feet off the ground? Sounds about right. Uh, can I get above the stockings and peek down into them? Yeah. I'll do that. I've already sparkled the room, so it's not... Yep, it's about. not as gloomy. And this, as opposed to the first scene we did, which did not get fully recorded, this... Fire is actually burning quite merrily still. All right. Uh, Robert, Robbie will stay as far away from the fireplace as possible. So um, there is being a... Being that fire is his one weakness. There is a red stocking, a green stocking, and a blue stocking. Hello in there. Is Which there one? anything living in these stockings? Which one are you looking at? Into? I, uh... I'm going to look in the blue one because blue and gold are, are nice together. Look in the blue one. Yeah, that, that seems like a good idea. All right. So inside the blue stocking is looks like traditional Santa given gifts, walnuts, a tangerine uh, um, alongside them. So you've got your small little little trinkets, little toys, and then the walnuts and tangerine, which are equivalent to four meals for you toys, which you are now able to eat because you are alive. And they do restore endurance points when you oh, do huh. eat them. Does, does anyone need uh, a walnut or a sustenance? Hmm. Maybe we should take some for the road? Because we're going somewhere, right? Yes, bring them with us. Yeah, do we have a, a sack we can put in? You're able to... Yeah, we'll say there's... You find, um... That doesn't Skeletor come with, like, a uh, accessory oh, toy, yeah. like like the green tiger, except, like, a skeleton of a tiger or something? I mean, I you could know. use Skeletor's cloak. <laughs> Make it into a sort of uh, sack. Hold on. So you could do that. No, we are not using my cloak. Hmm. Or uh, we'll say you could also 
one of the gifts left under the tree that haven't been trampled by cloven feet. Oh dear, I'm going to have to fix that. Is, I mean, it's in like a, a party bag kind of thing almost. It's one oh, of those okay. smaller ones. You're able to... Um, yeah, I'll uh, grab one of those. Uh, what's what's in this thing? Just a little small toys, essentially? It's, or? it's a stuffed lion. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open the sack and be like, all right, sorry, buddy. You got to get out. We got to use it. And after a little while, if he doesn't respond or move, I'll just pull it out and be like, oh, man, he doesn't. He's not that talkative. Anyways, go in and toss the food in here. Uh, look right. out below. <laughs> I'm going to try to catch it in the sack. It sounds wrong. And do you look inside the other stockings or are you satisfied with just the one? Uh, I am going to poke at the green stocking with my wand before I look into it to see if anything moves in there. Nothing moves when you poke it. Nothing is moving in this one. Should I look, should I look inside this one as well? Would anyone else uh, like to look inside yeah. the stockings? Well, I mean, you're already up there, so uh, go right ahead. Okay. I'm going to look inside the... Uh, so I looked in the blue one. I guess I'm looking in the green one. Mm-hmm. Alright, you look inside the green stocking, and it is much the same. You've got your small trinkets, your tangerine or orange or apple at the bottom, and it's, again, uh, enough for four meals. Oh, lovely. Oh, and Ben Ben does still want to be a doctor, too, when he's growing up, so that apple was very nice. Um, and I guess I'm going to poke at the red one before I uh, look into it. It's the toy version of shaking the present to make sure nothing is living in it. Hey, what's wrong, Angie? Aren't they all just the same thing? Just go and open it. Well, one never knows. There's no way of knowing until it's done. Uh, You can be brave. It's fine. I appreciate that. I will be brave. And that's when the jaws open up and (laughs) grab me or something like that. I I look into the red stocking. That's the mimic stocking. Famous last words. So you pull the stocking open to look inside of it and a mouse trap goes off and deals four points of endurance damage. Oh, Christmas cookies. Who put a mouse trap in here? Elator. Ah, <laughs> uh, presents that explode are always the best. Well, it's not really exploding. But I mean, I would have to agree. I don't you know if Angie thought. likes it very much. How did you how did you find your mousetrap our side? This is this is a dainty little mousetrap. Did you make a mousetrap? Did you make a little gift? Is that what you did? Oh no, no, this uh, is a proper mousetrap. <laughs> that was a huge mousetrap. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a proper mousetrap. Um and you do have a thought that, you know, we might want to take this with us because um might be able to set a trap ourselves later. Yeah, why not? Toss into the set. Just uh, nobody arm it as could, he looks at Skeletor. We, we could use ah, it as, ah. a, as a sled and put the and put the bag on it and then reset it. Because it's currently yep. sprung, so... We're no, that doesn't to... seem like that bad of an idea. All right. I'll say, so to fill the bag, 
to put all the goodies in it, you've climbed up on top of the chair and onto the table. Uh, and... You said there mm-hmm. was amber liquid mm-hmm. in the in the milk, or not the milk in, in the glass. Does, mm-hmm. uh, look at Skeletor. I go. I, it's Skeletor. How how observant are you? Do you normally they they put out milk for Santa, don't they? A little strange for something red to be in a glass. It's probably poison. I mean, in a way, I I, I could try it. I'm fine with it. You guys mm-hmm. really want to find out what it is? I'll just go up and drink it. Why not? So I'll tell you this, just so player knowledge, you can react as you see fit. It is whiskey. <laughs> That's kind of what I assumed, actually. Yeah, and then and we've got whiskey a thing. Is that? I, mm-hmm. I said Auburn. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I believe what whiskey, uh, hot cocoa, milk, those are all different variations people. And then, yeah. I think whiskey is the more traditional one. Probably it? because the, the warming sensation, maybe. Exactly. Um, but I mean, there's mince meat pies rather than chocolate chip cookies. So. Yes, they got mince yeah. pies and a bunch of carrots. And I mean, the carrots are just like, Whole right. carrots with the green still on, so probably for the reindeer. Mm-hmm. And so the food on the table would be the equivalent of eight meals. Oh. All right, we got a feast. So uh, we're just going to sit down and eat then? We have to leave one for we Santa for when we brought Santa back. Santa, Santa's oh, right, yeah, we got to go, go do that. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Why are we going to free Santa? Because Santa brought us to life. That's and Santa when she brings the joy of the holiday. You do feel <sighs> the urge that you must re- rescue Santa. You do and have that compulsion within you. Yes, you I don't, don't I'm like going, this nice I'm feeling. It, I'm going to make it hail on your head if you don't. If you, if you need a threat. I don't <laughs> like this nice feeling. I am not nice. Yes, you are. No, no you like to be evil. I know. It's. You can be nice and evil. I'm sure you'll think of some ulterior motive behind why you want to go save Santa. Mm. Taps his finger on his chin. That's true. He does have immense power. All right, let's go and capture Santa. Oh, hey, that worked. All right, let's go. Rescue. 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 Yes, let's go capture, rescue, save Santa. All right, so you guys, with your bag full of goodies and your new mousetrap, clamber down off of the table and then slide down the leg of the chair. And Angie, you land daintily on the ground and you turn and you just kind of like glance at the fire, the the fire that's, I said it was roaring merrily. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's not a roaring fire, but it's not quite embers either. And so it, you catch sight of weird movement out of the corner of your eye. And then as you turn to look, it looks like tiny imps made out of fire. Like several candle flames escaped their wicks and banded together to form them. And there's six of them. Um, so uh, Skeletor, uh, let's see what you can do. R- Rubber Robbie will actually take a step back. Uh-oh. <laughs> Six of them, huh? Mm-hmm. And, and 
they are coming at us? Oh, yes. They are going to... Right. So the way the way we're going to do this, because what we're going to do, because they haven't they would have the initiative on you. They've got the jump on you. We're going to say I'm being nice, so only three of them are going to hurl fireballs at you. And we're just gonna do one on each of you. So if you would each give me your magic ratings. So can Skeletor counter? You can, and we will see how that works. But give me your magic ratings first, please. Uh, his Skeletor is five. Sweet Angie, the Christmas tree angel, has a four in magic. Robbie? A uh, big old goose egg. Uh, you're going to regret that. Ah, Robbie doesn't know magic. But yeah. you, have other fine, you have other fine qualities. Yeah, you are, I, ju- I just stretch and look red. That's all. You're particularly susceptible to fire, though. Maybe. You're made out of rubber. This is I true. I mean, is it like, but is it like rubber and like dogs rubber, are my two weaknesses? Where it's actually like synthetic plasticky rubber and it's not real rubber. So like, I mean, yeah. even synthetic plasticky rubber melts. Yeah. Quite I mean, whether easily. you're a wooden toy or a plastic toy, fire is not a good idea. All but, right. Uh, some things will melt so, more readily than others. So a PC with the sorcery ability, so that's Angie and Skeletor. Mm-hmm. You can attempt to counter a spell that has been successfully cast against them or their companions. So let me cast these spells first, and then you can choose whether or not, because if they're not successful, they're not successful. So this is a level three spell. Hellfire is level three, so I need a seven to hit Angie. Okay, so they rolled an eight. No, wait, hold on, it's 1d6. Let me do that again. They still got an eight. (laughs) So Angie, you have a chance to dispel the fireball that is being hurled at you. I would love to not have a fireball being hurled at me. Okay, so to dispel, roll 1d6 plus your magic score. If your total is equal to or greater than the casting rating, which is 8, you've successfully dispelled it. Uh, 5 and 4 is 9, which is higher than 8. All right, so you raise your... um, Raise your wand or hands and just wave away the fireball. I turned it into those very tiny uh, bow things that you add on to presents last minute. Okay. The ones that don't stick to packages and fall off the instant you put them on. All right. And Skeletor, we'll do yours next. So we need an eight to hit you. They only got five, so it does not successfully fling a fireball at you. You're pretty sure it tried to, but it's only like a very, very small little ember, like no larger than the flame at the top of a candle. And it goes out long before it reaches you. All right. And now one at Robbie. 
Yay. Yeah, I that's mean, that ooh. one's <laughs> that one's successful. <laughs> of course. Because even a one would have been successful as it was a target number of three, just equal to the ah. spell, and they have a magic of three. So either of you can dispel it because it's at one of your party. Um, however, keep in mind that dispelling it counts as you having casted a spell yourself. What so, did it roll? Eight. It rolled an eight. Yes. Um. And okay. um, for because I know the spells that you have, in if you wanted to, instead of dispelling it, you could cast, uh, say. Gonna do a. A glacier. Glacier, yes, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, because that would definitely put out some of the flames. Freeze. Well, and blizzard. But glacier it specifically says it can stop enemy attacks, spells, and forces of nature. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, any of those, so you've got freeze, blizzard, and glacier, really any of those would work. Okay. He'll do yeah. uh it's just the it's just the spell level then, right? Or do I have to overcome their they have a magic of three. So you would have to overcome I'll use freeze then. Okay. So you would need a six or better. You got a six. It casts its fireball, but you manage to you, you you cast your freeze and it how do you cast it how do, how does this look because you put out the fireball and extinguish the fireling uh, emberling that cast it uh so yeah so the fireball coming at him he swings his staff that creates a well, it was coming at robbie mm -hmm. oh the one at him failed right yes the one at you failed okay I was going to say, he blocks the other one, and then... Okay, he's... So he just swings his staff and shoots, like, the snowball that intercepts the the flame. All right, so your snowball intercepts and puts out the flame of the fireball and then plops right down on top of the uh, emberling and the others around it kind of scatter. Um... And when the steam clears, there's only five left. Skeletor laughs at them. Ah, ah, fools. Oh, you have such goodness in your heart, Skeletor, to help out your friend. And Rubber Ryan uh, will go up to Skeletor and pat him on the back like, thanks, buddy. Stop that. Stop All that, right. both of you. And so we're going to roll like we're rolling combat. And... Robbie, if you want to take on one of them, you would roll your combat as normal. Mm -hmm. Because spells and combat, we're going to kind of handle them separately. Mm -hmm. And you don't have magic or ranged weapons. Nope. Nope. So if I you're going to things. be in this combat, you would have to take one on physically. And you're. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great idea. Why not? Let's you're very it. tough. And you have a lot of food. <laughs> so, everybody, go ahead and roll your 2d6 plus combat. 
And she got a 10. Bellator has 16. You got a 15 for Rubber Robbie. Um, and I will leave it up to y'all. Do you want me to roll their combat ratings all at once and then they all go at once? Or individually so that you're not getting pelted with five fireballs in a single action? Probably, yeah, probably individually. Yeah, I'll look up what bravery does again. I know it's specifically against fear, but... Fear and fire do share some letters, so... Three of them, in fact. Yeah, they share three letters, so you could make a case here. Fire, very close. Uh, I am unaffected by the fearsome special ability, so Skeletor... Is of no effect. Go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Whether right. or not that be from I ignorance or bravery, we are not sure. I forgot their minus one on Skeletor. Okay. So, because everything kind of happens all at once, Robbie, how many of them are you trying to take on? Or is it just one on one? Um. Now you don't have initiative. This is right. Just uh, or you do have initiative, so you did you remember to add plus one to your guys' rolls and combat ratings? It uh, I orders. did not. Yeah, I, um, so I would have had a sixteen. Rubber Robbie is essentially going to try to find a weapon in the room, so he doesn't have to take his pretty fists and touch the fire directly. But if there is no immediate weapon in the room, Rubber Robbie will just go for it. So. So, looking for a weapon, just really quickly. Let me try to throw some chestnuts and get them roasting over an open fire. Mm-hmm. You yeah, could. That's a great idea. Yeah. In fact, um, in the book, um, it says, "Where does it say that?" It has the stats. While the toys may wish to consume the food, particularly if they need to restore some lost endurance points, they could also keep them to use as projectiles against their foes. <laughs> So then yes, you that can... is what Robert Robbie is doing. Yes, so you're gonna pelt them with chestnuts. Okay. Yes. Um I just so it it's still because it, it matters whether or not they count as in combat. Or is it mm-hmm. just one that you're gonna focus on one or split uh, your focus yeah. between two? I'm essentially gonna do one and just try to work my way down dependent on how successful I may or may not be. Okay. And I'm going to assume, are the other two of you going to be casting spells? I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. And I have an 11, so I'm going last probably anyways. (laughs) If they're at range, then Galator will shoot one. So are you going to be, so you're not casting a spell? No. Okay. Uh, let's see. You, we've got ties on some of these initiatives. Let's see what happens then. Skeletor the has a seventeen because I didn't add yep, the plus one. That's why you tied. Uh, by the way, a fun fact: if you have a Christmas cookbook that mentions something called Marin pudding, M A R R O N, Marin is an old English word for chestnut. So anytime you see Marin in an old cookbook, it's actually about chestnut. Hmm. Well, something my character knows and I know. <laughs> okay. Right. So, Skeletor, you... We're just going to pit these two against you because you all three have 17. 
So when you tie, if the opponent's combat rating are equal, roll 1d6. On odd, they deflect each other's attacks. If it's even, you just barely manage to injure each other. I rolled a one. So you're shooting at these emberlings and they are, it's not like the full fireballs, but they kind of spit up fire and deflect your, uh, defect, deflect your blasts. Okay. Uh, So it's a, it's a wash. And let's see, that's everybody at 17. Robbie. Yeah. You have managed to injure one. The, the one that you're throwing chestnuts at. Mm-hmm. Let me figure out how much damage a chestnut does. Throwing some uh, would it be like you? a ranged club? Is that what that or it's knowledge. You're like filling them with so much knowledge they're going to explode. Just that old chestnut. Yeah, we'll use club stats for that, I guess. Roll your 1d6. Five is a... Three damage. Two, three. All right. Uh, does strength still apply to that, or is that only in melee? I think that's plus I'll one. Let, I'll count combat. it for throwing. All yeah, right. that's... Well... So, yeah. Uh, plus one damage done by any successful strike made against an opponent. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, because this isn't a shooting roll. This is... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh... Rubber Robbie is essentially going to go out and like grab a table or chair leg and then take the chestnut in his other hand and use that arm as a slingshot at these uh, emberlings. All right. So you do manage to whack one pretty good. And the smell of roasting chestnuts is now in the air. Ah, well, roasting good. walnuts. You know, close. Still who knows the difference? Yeah. Who can tell the difference when they're on fire? I don't even know if I can smell <laughs> So. <laughs> well, you can eat, so eh. magic is weird <laughs> like that. So, Angie, uh, I am going to use. Well, my... there's two others that get to go. Okay, because there were the two shooting at Skeletor with their little flames, and everybody washed there. The one that Robbie is taking on in himself. And then you've got two that are shooting fireballs at you again. Uh, let's see, and I need a seven. They have three managers. One fail. Okay, you think they're trying to shoot fireballs at you, but you're not really sure. The embers and little little bits of, like, looks like, you know, just the little flickers of candle flame are maybe, you're not sure. Maybe they're trying to shoot fireballs at you. Oh, dear. Let me help you to learn how to shoot better. And I'm going to fire my ice magic spell, Hail. All right. Which affects up to six targets. And there are five currently on the field. There are. Their magic rate, their magic is three. So you, you need a five to do so. What am I rolling for magic again? 1d6 plus your magic rating. So you literally can't fail. Well, I got a six uh, on top <laughs> of plus four, so that's ten. So, yeah. Okay, so your hail. Yeah, so you pelt these things with magical 
Uh, my hail oh, looks like um, those snowball cookies that you get, that the ones that taste like pecans, and it's just like, it looks more like powdered sugar than it does snow, but it's snow. So they look like snowball cookies. Bad for the carpet, good for us. How many targets? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so that's six targets, so... Christ. So, Angie waves her wand at these, and six Christmas cookies come flying out of the wand, but when they hit the emberlings, you realize that they're not actually cookies, because the, the ice melts on contact with the fire, and then the water puts them out. And combat's over. The emberlings are gone. The fire still smolders, and there's still some embers in there. And as you're looking, you think maybe you see a pair of eyes glaring at you, but... I will shoot it with a walnut. <laughs> Throw another walnut into the fire, <laughs> and uh, you don't think you see the eyes anymore. Rubber Robbie will still glare in the general direction of the fire, just to make sure. You're pretty sure. All right. It's too bad Howl's Moving Castle isn't a Christmas movie, and then I could know how to approach the play. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. Well, that wasn't so hard. How are you guys doing? Ah, the fools. I got snapped with the mouse trap earlier. That wasn't fun. Ah, you seem okay. You want a roasted nut? Oh, that would be delightful. It's uh, It's right over there. <laughs> we'll just point across the room to where it landed. <laughs> uh, so we're still in the sitting room. You uh, are. Correct. We are. So do we have line of sight to another room with like a door open? Yes. In fact, there... there's no door actually to that room, but there is a doorway. When you say that room, what doorway would that room be? Well, as you peek in... There is, it, it, it's a very, I mean, your toys and your, your, you're very small, so you're pretty used to things being way bigger than you. And so it's got a huge table in the middle of it. Actually, it's, it's, a, it's solid, so it doesn't have any legs and tall, tall chairs and a very large metal cupboard that you can hear a constant hum coming from and large tall counters and it's like a slick tile floor out of game this is the kitchen yeah yeah <laughs> i was I like thought you were describing the kitchen dining room? pretty well the sideboard and all right does anybody have any idea where we need to go to find santa I wish I could, like, roll Christmas or to be like, yes, and this is where Santa would definitely be. Well, he was kidnapped by something that is antithetical to Christmas. Kind of. Okay. I mean, it's the dark side of Christmas. So we need to go to the dark side of the North Pole then, right? The South Pole? Is that the dark side? Well, it's the opposite of the North Pole. It's the South Pole. We then... just have to find an evil lair. That's where Santa will be. So are you, okay. as you have this discussion, are you traveling through the room? Yeah, probably. We probably gathered what roasted nuts there were and... Oh, actually. Everything. Yeah. 
So, okay, sorry, I didn't, I, I just skimmed a lot of this. As you're, as you're looking at the room trying to figure out what's, what's in here, you, you notice, um, it looks like a colander full of sprouts, probably ready to be cooked for tomorrow, for Christmas Ooh. Day. And as you enter the kitchen, another door on the other side of the room closes, and you think something or someone or something just went through it. Maybe it's that way. Like the door to the outside? You're not sure. It's a door. Well, hey, why Maybe don't we try it? Maybe upstairs. I'll, uh, I'll go up to the door and uh, uh, stretch my out. No. Nope. So you start your way in right. pursuit of whatever just left the kitchen. And you're about halfway there when that colander of sprouts tips itself over onto its side and the sprouts inside all launch themselves at you. Oh no. Um, each of you roll 1d6. And Angie, if you would like to cast your... Uh, what spell is that? The... The shieldy uh, my one. Safeguard wrapping paper. Yes. And remember, so this is a new scene. So you have all of your um, spell slots back. I will happily cast um, Safeguard with great joy. And Noel would like cast Safeguard. Uh, they have a magic of one. So your target is this level of the spell plus one. I got a six. All right. So these. These sprouts have launched themselves at you and splat against the um, wrapping paper that suddenly forms above you between them. Uh, just to switch it up, the wrapping paper is now themed uh, to uh, He-Man's Marvelous Steed, the green beast tiger thing for Lator. Um, <laughs> and whatever the equivalent of the Raggedy and Raggedy Andy horse for uh, Robin, R- Rubber Robbie and Rubber <laughs> Ruby is. Rubber, Rubber Ruby. Ruby. Oh, God. <laughs> All you got to do is change one letter in their name. Whatever, That's whatever the animal companion that was drafted <laughs> by the Rubber Corporation. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to say that the use of that will have the number that of what you're rolling. So um, each of you go ahead and roll 1d6. All three of us? Yes. Uh, well, uh, one. One. I got a three. Uh, okay, so most of the sprouts splat against, you hear them like splat against the paper and you see the, it's starting to buckle inwards and one gets through and pelts Rubber R- Robbie in the face, and you take one endurance point. Ah. And the another one punches through the paper in a different area and smacks Skeletor in the gut. You take one endurance point. And a lot of them seem to be focused on where Angie is for some reason. And two of them make it through where she's at and kind of pelt her in the wings. And you take two endurance points of damage. I object. And uh, by the way, the uh, the rubber Robbie and rubber Ruby wrapping paper uh, features 
rubber rover there for his dog. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cute. Does it have like a little star spot on it somewhere? Oh yeah. Oh, like like so a good. chest star. I just need I just need like canonically like the book of the adventures of the circus group that are all like all rubber themed. <laughs> By the way, saying rubber Robbie and rubber Ruby wrapping paper is uh, uh not easy to say. That's it's hard. like a theater improv game. It's so yeah. good. Okay. So and as the, the wrapping paper begins to fade as its its purpose is done and you're left facing like a sea of sprouts. There's dozens of these things, you think. Um where are they up on the on the sh- No, counter? they've so the colander tipped itself over and they came like raining down upon you. As you guys oh, were about pro- halfway check. down, they were like throwing themselves at you. And now there's dozens of them flying at us or they're well they've stopped fa- they've stopped flying and so now they're like there's like a sea of them on the ground kind of hopping angrily because they don't have legs or arms they're still just sprouts but they have nasty little teeth attack of the killer sprouts all right just like little gypsy on inside uh, oh boy so yeah rubber rabbi will stare out into the sea of very evil looking sprouts and uh, just be, ha, ah, your mistake was making me hungry. And uh, charge right on it. All right, let's... Um, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. <laughs> let's go ahead and do combat kind of like we did last time because we've got people mm-hmm. with magic. So roll your 2d6 plus combat. Did you get the plus one again? I think they got the initiative on this one, right? To the surprise. I'm gonna say it's a wash at this point because you're no longer surprised. The okay. surprise attack was the damage that you took, which was halved due to Angie's magic. Why, does, fierce, you, Angie. does fearsome affect him? No, it does not. They're, they're brave they're, little sprouts. They're the most fearsome thing in the room. You've seen Veggie Tales, right? Yeah, that is fair. So uh, I got a head. Oh boy. All right. I didn't, I didn't roll very well. 17. Angie. 11. You know what? I'm going to roll. I've got three distinct groups. So I'm going to roll three distinct times. And my plan is to still just Leroy Jenkins my way into the sprouts. Okay. Skeletor, are you casting spells? How many of them are there? Um, so peek behind the curtain just a little bit. You guys each have 10 sprouts. There's 10 sprouts for every toy. You are vastly okay. outnumbered is what I'm saying, but they don't yes. look very strong. They are still just so, sprouts. Um, he's going to cast, I want to cast a spell, mm-hmm. but the spell, so it's blizzard. It doesn't target an individual, it just affects up to 10 individuals okay. in its area. I think. Uh, to, it, it, does, it doesn't have like a plus one per target. Like right, the because do. it's an AoE. Um, okay. So for this, I mean, you're targeting all the same creatures. They all have a magic of one. So it'll be uh, the spell level plus one for your target uh, number. Okay. 
Oh, six. And he got a six. All right. So a snowstorm pops up uh, in in the area around Skeletor. And a good number of, well, ten to be precise, um, of the sprouts have started to freeze. They're not bouncing nearly as... They, they seem pretty sluggish. None of them drop, but the water on them from when they were rinsed has frosted over. We have some frosty sprouts. Oh, they will not be able to move again until they have completely thawed out. So they, they're they hopping slows and then just kind of stops. They're quivering, oh, that's, but... That's freeze. Oh, that's freeze. Oh, that's yeah. freeze, yeah. With Blizzard... Um, it doesn't freeze them, but they still lose two endurance, one two agility, endurance. one combat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you you like blizzard them into a little nativity scene of, of, <laughs> <Yeah>. of sprout. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so Robbie will go ahead and do yours next because you run into the sea of sprouts mm-hmm. and your trying to take them on and you're lashing out and like come on and fight me right um swing in his arms hoping he gets multiple of them in each swing however like Sauron and that big battle <laughs> I don't like it when DMs say however I feel like however they all turn into dinosaur and eat you <laughs> oh how cute though <laughs> dinosaur sprouts dinosaur yes sprouts that's how you get kids to them. Make them into dinosaurs. Right. Kids delete anything dinosaur themed. <laughs> wow. You're not doing very well against these sprouts. Um, three of them, oh. like, leap into the air and come back to fall back on you. And they fall pretty hard. You take five endurance points worth of damage. Uh... All right. All right. Angie, you beat out your group. So you have the drop. Well, you have them. Great. Uh, And you also realize they can't reach you. They don't hop very high. Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better. Um, I would still like to cast Bright. Okay. Uh, and it doesn't tell me, I guess I roll to see how many I get, because it says one to, one to three with a whole bunch of asterisks on it, so I have no idea how many I actually get. The asterisks mean three asterisks, roll 1d6 and divide the result by two rounding fractions up. So yeah, you roll to see how many. And your target number is just the level, because there is no, you're not casting it at anyone. Okay, I got a three. So you summon two. I summon two. Um, And even though this is the only demon magic I have somehow acquired, uh, they show up as adorable gingerbread men, but they fly because that's a special thing. So like they're flying gingerbread men. um, And they've got like, they got little sponge sugar wings. Yeah. (laughs) 
and uh, their, their fingertips are like, the, the gumdrops are actually on the fingertips to make the claws happen. Oh, see, I thought those would be like shards of candy cane. Actually, those don't um, those don't do well in combat. I've discovered just through my many years of Christmas travel. Gumdrops, gumdrops harden <laughs> well enough for what it's I need. So. Many years of Christmas combat. All right. Yeah. Um, and maybe gumdrops things, harden but don't melt, whereas the candy cane will melt. True. I don't know. It's it's dot, dots are better for um, for defense, but gumdrops are better for attack. All right, go ahead and roll the sprites combat for me. If they get higher than the um, sprouts did, which is a nine, they can uh, go this round. They did not. Really? With a... What did you roll with? I got a one, and their combat is... It's 2d6. Oh, it's 2d6. Yeah. Oh, I rolled 1d6, so let's try that again. Okay. Yeah, 1d6 so, is for casting spells, 2d6 for your combat. So they got a 9. Okay, so your sprites come into being, and I'm... So, okay, this is just working on my assumption that you order them to, like, dive bomb these things. Yes, I say, please help us. And then I don't quantify with that, so they'll help for as long as I need them. Because yeah. they disappear after their task is done. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> it helps to be ambiguous in that regard. Hi, Rem PCs. It's me, Rem Alternus, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash remalternus. And thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. Okay, so they dive bomb... Um a couple of these sprite uh, sprouts. Um, however, they do take a couple pummels themselves. Um, they just barely manage to injure a couple of the sprouts who also manage to return the favor. Um, they both take uh, one point worth of endurance damage, as do the sprouts. Well, good job, my little cookies. You're doing so well. Thank you for helping me. Okay. I dub these Sir Ginger and Sir Bread. Okay, so Skeletor and Angie will have the initiative. Robbie, you will not because you lost. Yep. Neither will your fuck your gingerbread cookies are gonna go on your turn, Angie. I'm not even gonna bother with that. So Skeletor and Angie, you get plus one to your combat rating this. Uh, oh, that's a better roll on my part. I'm sorry, Robbie. 
Um, uh, Angie, I, what's yours? Uh-oh. Mine was nine. Where are all my high rolls from earlier? Robbie? Uh, I got a total of a 16. Skeletor. Uh, 14. All right. We'll resolve Robbie's first because he got the highest. Um, right. Robbie, how many of these sprouts are you taking on at once? Are you going to try to take on all 10? Uh, however many are around me. Uh, yes. well, there's, so there's 10 per toy, but right. only three can attack a toy at once. So you can take on all 10 okay. of yours. If you win, uh, you take yeah. three of their damage, but you damage all 10 if you win. I'm not going to tell you if you win or not first. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he, he would just, especially after they hurt him. Mm-hmm. At this point, he's just going to try to take them as many out as he can as quickly as he can. Alrighty. Go ahead and roll your damage. You won. Alright. They got a 14. Uh, three, because it's still an arm with strength. Okay. Oh. Robbie, you kind of go into this almost blind rage from having been beaten by vegetables. Yep. Strong man. Rage over here. And when you come out of it, there are ten um, sprouts that have been beaten to mush around you. I kind of and you're Robin covered just, in it. Yeah, I kind of picture he just screams after getting bit and everything and then does a shout and rage. Just stretches his arms out and starts spinning. Just turns into a little mini blender for a second. All right. Skeletor. What are you doing? Casting another um, spell? So I still have 10. Yes. Well, I could hit five of them easy enough with the cramps. Um, they have a magic of one, so go ahead and cast it. I would need a six. I can hit five. So cramps one plus their magic, which is two, and then uh, let's do math. So one plus their magic is two. That would be seven. Uh, let's go for it. So I need a seven. Mm-hmm. Got an eight. All right. So you cast that on a bunch of the ones surrounding you. And five sprouts go squish. And they kind of explode from the inside a little bit just with little pops and angie i gotta see who wins because you've tied yours i would oh wait you're all you're all flying anyway never mind they can't reach you to do anything um i would like to win though well okay so (laughs) let me ask are you casting a spell or are you getting your hands dirty uh so because i still have my sprites out I, mm-hmm. I, uh, so they would go and then I would go essentially or sure. of their own um, okay. they go on your initiative you can determine if you want to go before them or they go before you I'm going to use my wand and get my hands dirty so to speak and then they can they can attack after me I guess yeah okay so I think the wand um what am I ranged? I don't think the wand is a range. Ranged weapons, bow, arrows, ray gun, and rifle. Okay, so yeah. 
I need to roll if you're getting in there. I'm sorry, did you say you or the cookies were going first? Or gingerbread? Uh, I'll have the gingerbread go first. Okay, and so they're just going to dive bomb. Are they dive bombing the same ones? Uh, yes, they're dive bombing the same. Alrighty. Um, right, I need to figure out. I still need to figure out who wins that. Alright, odd number. They deflect each other's attacks. So they're they dive bomb the um, they dive bomb the sprouts, but the sprouts kind of gnash their teeth and tear off the well. Now they get a grip. One of one of the sprouts gets a grip on one of their gumdrops, um, and, and as they fly back up in the air, it kind of holds on for a minute before it falls and before the gingerbread shakes itself and dislodges it, and it falls back down. Nobody exchanges any damage. That's not very nice. Um, and in retribution for my cookies, I am going to dive bomb myself. All right. Are you taking on the whole bunch? All right. Well, you managed to deliver a nice... Um, well, I won't say a nice pummeling because you tied, but you do manage to get a few decent hits in. Um, unfortunately, they managed to repay the favor. Um, so you take one point of endurance from three separate sources, so three endurance. But it was worth it for my gingerbread men. But I you, you for me. Yeah, you kind of take a page, um, or maybe just a sidebar from Robbie's book, and kind of do like a whirling dervish type thing with your wand. Yes, but mine looks like a ribbon dancer, so it's festive. Yes, definitely. You're it's, a lot more graceful than he is. I, it looks like those old Spy Dancer commercials where they pop up and they and they swirl around. Uh, my my ribbon is made out of the same peppermint uh, ribbon color that my is on my wand. So, all right, and everybody, go ahead and roll me your combat rating. Um, you all three have the initiative. Well, no, John, you do not because uh, you tied. Nobody actually won yours. Well, I got a 12 that time, so... For whatever that does. Skeletor has 16. I have a 14. For Rubber Robbie. Okay. Skeletor, you rolled the highest. So we'll go with you first. Um, uh, he's gonna... Go ahead. Uh, he's going to... Give cramps to the other side. Other five. Alright, go ahead and roll it. Need a seven. And he got it. A seven. Five more little sprouts go squish. Nice. Robbie. Mm-hmm. All ten of the ones surrounding you are gone. The ones Skeletor was dealing with are gone. You've and then it looks like there's ten that have are kind of like they've almost like formed a mob underneath where Angie is, is hovering currently, and they're all trying to like get up at her, but they can't jump high enough. Okay. Are you gonna wade into that group as well? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna wade into that group and uh Try to take one from their book and go uh, eat first. Try to eat my way through them. All right. Well, tied with them. So let's... You you give it a valiant effort. But they, <laughs> they're they kind of packed so tightly. And, and, and as soon as you start getting a foothold, like two more will hop up on the backs of others. And you're rebuffed and nobody takes any damage. All right. Angie, are you casting a spell or waiting into combat again? I'm going to cast a spell. 
All right, go for it. Or uh, yeah. Or do your angels go first? Or your uh, sprites? Angel. Gingerbread angels. Um, I am uh, <laughs> so good. Um, I'm going to cast Hail first to see what happens, and then they they can go after. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do Hail. That's one d six. How many does Hail damage? Up to six targets, but you can do every three additional targets for plus one level, and they have one magic. So your target for this, just for six targets, is three. If you want to target nine of the ten, it's four. <laughs> you want to target all ten and then some, it's five. Well, I got a six, so... Were you... I'll target all of them because all of them? I got a six, so I can. All right, so just roll damage um, once, so roll 1d6. I got a three. All right, so they all take... Okay, so you rain once more Christmas cookie hail down upon these um, <laughs> cursed vegetables. And once the cookies kind of melt away, there's... Once they crumble... That's how the cookies. It's ice magic. They melt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> your ginger, your gingerbread angels might crumble away when they're gone. Yeah. But once the cookies melt away, they leave nothing but mush behind. I wasn't sure that would work because uh, they're not made of fire, but it worked very well. Are you okay, Rubber Robbie? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm good. What about you, Skeletor? Ha! The fools should know better than to attack the master of the universe. Well, well thank you for the compliment. <sighs> that wasn't a compliment. You just called me a master of the universe. It sounded like a compliment. Nope. That's not what I said. I, uh, <laughs> he I, just looks over at Angie. Like, All right, I, I guess we'll just move past this one. <laughs> I, I pull one of the because my gingerbread spice. Now that the combat has passed, they're going to dissipate. But uh, we have regular cookies, and I pass one over uh, to Rubber Robbie, and then I offer one to Skeletor if they need a cookie for sustenance. How much are the cookies restore? Technically, there aren't any cookies in the kitchen. No, because we put them in our bag. But yeah, we'll say there was cookies in the stocking, and so you can all consume a meal. So automatically, when you start a new scene, you recover two endurance points. If you consume oh. food, you consume um, one meal restores four endurance points, unless otherwise stated. Oh, right. So let me sure it wasn't stated otherwise. I don't think so. Yeah, in that case, uh, Rubber Robbie will definitely partake in whatever meal he can. Whether it's uh, eating the remnants of these sprouts off of himself or the cookies from the stocking or however, he'll definitely have a meal. Very strange they were left out on the counter like that. Normally they stay in the freezer until the morning. Isn't that where you put them? Well, you take them out the morning of. You, you wouldn't leave them overnight. Well, that was meaning you and Skeletor were doing ice magic the whole time. Oh, I suppose so. Ah, that's delightful. 
So you might try to eat, just taste the sprout, <laughs> uh, just like curiously, and you know it's super bitter. The cookie is much better, and yeah, you you can consume a meal to recover for endurance. All right. Uh, so four with that, and then two between scenes. Yeah, and then two when we start the new scene. Um, yeah. I, I, I do good. wonder if they don't taste very good because they were they were made evil. Right. Ugh, taste like evil. Maybe Skeletor would like these. Mm. I would like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best character ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll take it and taste it. If they are bitter like your soul. Your good and kind soul. So comes <laughs> to the aid of your friend. I am not kind. I am no, not no. nice. Every, We've been over has, this. Everyone has <laughs> kindness inside of them. We've talked about this. No, Santa? I don't. I'm eating evil. I am Santa? full of evil. Santa wouldn't have brought you to life if you couldn't be kind. You have to be on the nice list somehow. That's how it works. No. Well, when we captured Santa... I'll make sure that list is erased. Save. Not saving. Santa. Eat is evil. Okay. I'll leave this up to y'all. After taking a moment to rest and recuperate, you guys continue through the kitchen to where you heard the door close. And um, you realize it was an upstairs door. And so you, you tackle the stairs. Angie either helping you or... You're just tall enough that you can lift yourself up stair after stair. It's not quite easy, but it's not too terribly difficult. And you make it upstairs into a hallway. And as you're making your way down this hallway, the hall is it's, it's lit by um, a nightlight. At about the middle of the hall, you've got doors on your left and right. And you're trying to figure out which door, which door to be here closed. What door was that? And you begin passing a large mirror. And it's got silvery tinsel, silvery and golden tinsel has been, uh, uh, frames it now. So it's, it's all festive, just to, like the rest of the house. Do you look into it? I'm actually, um, as we're moving along, uh, I don't know how much this would take, but I want to set the mouse trap. Okay. You can do that. Where are you gonna? Where are you setting it at? Uh, well, I, I, I'm setting it up, and like, I'm actually I, I stop in front of the mirror with it without registering that I'm doing so. Okay, so you set up the mousetrap. Everybody, go ahead and give me one d six rolls, and let me know if it's odd or even. Even, even, even. I don't like that we all got even, or I really like that we all got even. I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> so, do you two, Skeletor and Robbie, do you stop yeah. and watch while Angie sets up this uh, mouse trap? Uh, Rubber Robbie was thinking of turning to Skeletor and be like, all right, so uh, if you're evil, which door would evil use? As we're looking, trying to figure out what door it was. He thinks. Puts his finger on his bony chin. And as you're having this discussion, Ro uh, Robbie, out of the corner of your eye, when you turn to Skeletor and you ask your question, you don't register it right away. But after, just after the question leaves your mouth, uh, 
you realize your reflection didn't turn to talk to Skeletor. And Skeletor, <laughs> as you're kind of pondering his question, and you're before you even turn away from the mirror, because you had stopped to see what Angie was doing, and you just, before you turn away and start considering the rest of the hall, looking at the doors, your reflection winks at you. Angie, you're setting up the mousetrap. You're kind of focused on the mousetrap, not paying much attention to the conversation behind you. And just as you get the mousetrap armed, you realize your reflection never knelt down with you. And as you realize this, and you know, you, you kind of maybe step away from the mirror and you're all... I'd assume distracted by this. Your reflections aren't acting the way they should. And as you back away from the mirror, just a step or two, your reflections move toward you and then step out of the mirror. So. Hey, guys, look, there's two of me. I'm hoping this is cause for celebration. Oh, it's not. (laughs) I can, can I bring the mouse trap yes because you all noticed so they so uh you have the initiative but let me get their stats real quick robbie your magic score is zero. Oh, robbie no yep yeah i, I have your no combat magic. uh agility is a six combat's a seven and endurance is a 29 I've read this Goosebumps book somewhere before. Angie, so, your magic is four, right? My magic is four. What's your combat? Six. And agility. Eight. Oh, uh, we're getting carbon copies of ourselves. I don't like that. They are mirror mm-hmm. images. That makes me like it just as much as I like previously, which was zero percent. I, I kind of Angie, what's your my... endurance? Coffee Just a nice rubber goat. I mean five. My endurance is five. <laughs> yes, that is my endurance. And Skeletor. Let's see. Your magic is five. What's your combat? Nine. Your evil combat. Agility? Six. And your endurance? Twenty-two. <laughs> Watch, all Skeletor is going to do is make friends with these mirror versions. <laughs> You're like drinking buddies, having to walk Okay. So, let's go ahead and all roll combat. You guys do have the initiative. So, which... Skeletor is affected by fearsome. <laughs> well, neither of uh, both. They don't have neither one have bravery. Yeah. So technically, both of you would be. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the whole of it right worth it right there. Really. Both rubber robbies are just too ignorant to be scared of anything. You're the Thor of this universe. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. 
So do we get the plus one for combat or no, it's starting? Yes, you get the plus ones. You do have the initiative because you noticed the oddity. Awesome. All right, Angie, what's your combat score? Uh, combat score is 17. Robbie. Um, yeah, so I get a plus one and that, so 20. Nice. You rolled double sixes? Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of it. I'm no, I believe you. Because <laughs> I don't uh, believe it. picture, it's like this is never yeah. gonna happen again. Yeah, like I don't believe it. I know how I roll in paranormal. Hold me. I'm I don't just, believe you this. Do pretty well, you do pretty well in the Pyranger game as Quentin. Like you've had uh, some. Yes, that's fair. Had some good rolls. I'm just saying, it's an insane coincidence because so did doppelganger oh. Robbie. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. That's and Skeletor, what did you roll? I got a uh, 15. All right. Robbie. Yeah. Who are you going after? Uh, well, I won't for myself because that's pretty based. I'll go towards the one I think is the most evil, which is the <laughs> evil copy of the evil man. So I'll go after Skeletor. Okay. So roll your damage because you do have a higher combat rating than he does. All right. Uh, it's a three with the strength. With unarmed is. Yeah. Oh. Because it's only okay. one. It's so really it's a three one or on two. the die. It's a six on the die. Six again, on the die. Okay. So you did the. Two okay. is the damage plus one for strength. Okay. And you went after Skeletor. All right. Angie. Are you casting a spell? I'm casting a spell. Um, I'm casting Sparkle. Uh, which I will use the exclamation pencil in order to cast. Look, I'm really into it. I know someone's sorted, but I'm really into it. <laughs> Allies are unaffected, but all enemies must deduct minus one point from their combat rating and lose two endurance points as they're half-blinded and will not have initiative. Okay. And since, and since we're in front of a mirror, if you wanted to double that because there's a reflection of the mirror... You know, I wouldn't be sad. I'm sure you wouldn't. <laughs> I had to try. I knew it wasn't going to work. Right. Um, I guess roll to cast it. Um, yeah. So roll wants to cast it, but I think they all will resist it. Or I guess the target number would be different for all three of them because they have different yeah. magic ratings. But not. So nine on a level one spell. The way I'm basically going to do this because it's the the way the spell works, it wouldn't fail entirely because it automatically works against Robbie. Um, and you get a nine, so it works against Angie. Yeah. So they're all they all kind of like flinch away from the light. Uh, you don't have to do this. You can choose to be good. Just feel the Christmas inside of you. No, he can't. Look at that evil. Look at that chin. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure at least one of these is going to choose to be evil. Okay. It can be purgatory evil, where it's not evil, but it's not good. Choose purgatory. Skeletor, who are you facing? Uh, he's going to attempt to cast a spell. Okay. At the... Rubber Robbie doppelganger. Okay. 
Please pick the right one. What's pick the right spell. That? No, no, the right rubber robbie. Oh yeah. Oh the yeah. Bad Let's one. Not the good one. see. Pick the left rubber robbie. The left one. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the goatee, with the rubber goatee. Pick that. Yeah. One. Do we have to guess? You pick the pick the pick the one dipped in gold. Pick, pick, uh, pick the <laughs> one with the gold finish, not the not the silver. Right. Let me see. At the moment, you're aware that your Robbie is facing the wrong you. Okay. It is kind of creepy though, because like when Angie. Um, cast her spell and she shouted tinsel. A half a moment later, the other Angie shouted tinsel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So go ahead and cast your spell. Target number is just a spell level because Robbie has zero magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about expanding it out too. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Angie's is a four. Mm-hmm. Try to eat. Oof. Getting too high. All right. Yeah. So he gets, yeah, he hit it. He got a 10 to freeze Robbie. Evil rubber Robbie. Okay. <laughs> so that's... Well, Oops, that's just... the wrong page. Evil, evil rubber Robbie is made out of like PVC or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, Please. silly putty. All so right, yeah. not factory grade. This one does turn them to ice. Yes. So, the Robbie you target um, immediately freezes, and you see like ice crystals actually forming in his rubber arms. And he cannot move. All right. Real Rubber Robbie, I hope not as evil Skeletor doesn't freeze you. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's my assumption now. Okay. So that is everybody. Um, actually, wait. Evil Angie didn't go. I'm okay with that. I like how there's sweet Angie and evil Angie. <laughs> evil Angie was the B side of that record. Uh, let me look at yours. Actually, you know what? She's going to mirror what you did, and she's going to cast sparkles. Evil sparkles. They actually <laughs> look exactly the same. But they're cursed. Her, her tinsel is made of that, like, factory-grade 1950s fake snow stuff that gives everyone carcinogenic cancer. <laughs> <laughs> So, what do your sparkles look like, Angie? Well, mine look like beautiful, pure silver. Um, not evil by any means. Okay, and so you guys, it, it didn't bother you at first. I mean, it's Angie. You've, she's cast it at least once before tonight. And um, so, I mean, the sparkles weren't bothering like you. Like, you noticed they were there, but it, it wasn't... It only seemed to affect... The, the the wrong three. Um, but these new sparkles shoot out of Angie's wand and now you're blinded. Um, 
Everybody takes two endurance points. Can we resist it or? Uh, it already cast the spell. It got a nine, which beats the target for everybody, but you can attempt to dispel it. So you would roll 1d6 plus your magic first at a target number of, I think, nine. Because it's, I think, what I rolled. Yes, so the casting rating is nine. So if you want to dispel it, roll 1d6 plus magic. I got to roll, roll four, so nine. Greater. You rolled a nine? Mm-hmm. And if the total is equal to or greater, it's successfully dispelled. All right, so you notice Mirror Angie shout uh, Razor Wand just like your Angie did and shout Tinsel, and you immediately react. And before the sparkles are even out of her wand, they're snuffed out. Now let's roll our combat scores again. So we did have that too. You do not have the damage. You do not have the minus one combat. Um, I believe you all have the initiative this turn. Oh, that's much better. Oh, wait. Why did I roll for him? I think they are. Are they at minus one now because of sparkles? Yep. Thank you for the reminder. Angie, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a uh, 15. Robbie? I got a... Uh, 16. Oh, wait, with plus one, right? So seven. Skeletor. Uh, 18. All right, Skeletor, what you doing? Evil. <laughs> Gonna do evil things. Um, The evil people, so is it really evil? The, yes. <laughs> wait, wouldn't evil Skeletor be good? Skeletor, though? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. We're talking about a Bender scenario here, yeah. really. Yeah, the uh, the mirror. Mm-hmm. Is it how is it a big mirror? Is it? Oh, it's a big mirror. It's like um, it's a full length mirror. Oh. Um, he's going to, yeah. What the heck? He's going to attempt to block the reflection, if I if he can get his glacier big enough up the side of the mirror. Okay. Uh, go ahead and cast your spell. The mirror does not have a magic rating. Uh, seven. So that's a success. Okay. So you create a wall of ice on the mirror. That it has, has no, effect. no effect. Dang it. Robbie, what are you doing? Other or- than no more can come out. Are you still fighting Skeletor? Yeah, I, uh, I, I guess. Okay. I'm going to see if I can throw him into the mirror. Can I do that? Are you trying to goosebumps him? Are you trying to send him back to the other mirror world from once he came? If that's possible. <laughs> well, so you, I'll give you a choice. Do your damage or throw him. Okay. I will remind you, Skeletor just put a wall of ice on the mirror. Oh, that's right. right. I would just break protective barrier he just put. Okay, fine. I'll just punch 
evil Skeletor. Evil good Skeletor. <laughs> Alright, go ahead and roll your 1d6. <laughs> Alright. Uh, one on the chart, plus one from strength, so two. Alright, you My suck. My hesitation came through in the damage. <laughs> you suck Skeletor in the jaw. Angie, what are Hello? you doing? Uh, I would like to spring the one mousetrap, because there's not a mere mousetrap, so there's only one. I'd like to spring the mousetrap on myself. Well, my evil self. Um, uh, the bitter, bitter Angie. You would only be able to spring it on um, Robbie or Skeletor, because current you is also hovering in the air. Oh, I didn't realize I was Oh, I just um, kind of assume you always are. Unless you say otherwise. Oh, okay. Alright. So... That okay. Um, yeah, actually, I mean, unless you're not, in which case she's also she's kind of exactly mirroring you. I mean, I would have stopped hovering so I could spring this specifically on her. Okay. So. Then yeah, you can do that. Um, I, I spring the mousetrap on bitter Angie. All right. So you do have the initiative on her. Or you have a higher combat rating. Um, roll 1d6 for the mousetrap damage. I got a 6. Ooh. Without right. adding anything. Yeah, no, it's just a flat 1d6. Uh, she gets snapped pretty good. Please reconsider your bitter ways. You <laughs> could also be a speed Angie. I know I just burned you in a mousetrap, but I, we could be friends. I am sweet. Oh, no, wait, she doesn't answer back. She just mirrors exactly what you say a moment after you say it. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. That is a no for me. Like that episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, that's also was a it? no for me. Planet Midnight or something like that? Yeah, that how, does, uh, how does Sarah say it? Nope, don't like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Um. but that is everybody. Uh, because... Um, one of the Robbies is still frozen because no one has thawed him yet. Just let it go. Haha, <laughs> frozen. <laughs> uh, you guys also inside. have the initiative again because you won. Oh. All right. Oh, oh, wait, right. They have a minus one. Okay, Angie. I got a. Robbie? I got a 18. Skeletor? 19. Oh. All right, Skeletor, what you doing? Um, okay, so other Skeletor and um, other Angie, right? Is still. I mean, technically, active. Robbie's still on the field, but he's frozen and can't move. Which was a genius move, by the way. But yes, they are still. Um, okay, so now, well, you know what? Let's try to freeze the other Angie. Do I know which one I'm targeting? One of them is wearing a mouse trap. So I'd hope okay. that you would hit the one currently yeah. in the mouse trap. One of them, yes. One of them has a mouse trap on her foot, or like the entire bottom half okay. of one of her legs. Actually, that one I will try to freeze. Okay. Yeah. Roll. Nice. Magic of four. So I got an eleven. Jesus. Okay. All right. Dispel that. She's going to try. You said it's an 11? I don't think she can, right? She she has... No, she can't. 
but she doesn't know that. Um, sure. Oh, she comes really close because she got a 10. <laughs> she rolled a six on the die. That's about as close as that, that's as close as that's ever gonna be. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So she is indeed frozen. She waves her hand and attempts to dispel it. However, your the, the snowball that you just sent her way keeps going and it just engulfs her. And as the outer snow melts away around her, she is completely frozen. All right. Robbie. All right. Uh, I am going to continue to pummel a uh, good skeleton. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you do, in fact, have a higher combat rating than he does. So go okay. ahead and roll your damage. Uh, I rolled a one on the die. That's which, one uh, damage. So one plus your strength table. is two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Robbie isn't sure how he feels about hitting someone that looks like a friend. He's trying to fight back, if that means anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys, once again, have the initiative. So what does it mean uh, when a character is frozen? They cannot move until they are thawed. Okay, so they'd have to be thawed. Like, there's no amount of turns, and then they're thawed. Oh. Unless someone cast a thaw spell, obviously they would thaw. But yeah, no. Can they take damage while they're frozen? I mean, I feel like the answer is probably yes. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Because uh, evil versions of ourselves are not trapped. Like, just like double check before. Oh, definitely, yeah. If you if it was fire-based, fire you might thaw them in the process of doing so, though. Yeah. So, Angie, what did you roll? I got a 14. Robbie? I got a 17. Skeletor? I got a 16. Robbie? Yeah. Still beating on Skeletor? Um, we're going to look around, notice the other two are just staring at me at this point, considering they've frozen their enemies. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, uh, and then just keep beating on good Skeletor. Because okay. I don't know what else to do with That's quite all right. So you continue beating on him. Uh, six on the die, so that's two, three total. Yeah, because you did beat him. You you have one higher combat rating than he did. If he did not have that minus one, you would have tied. Yeah. If it weren't for the sparkles. Aha. So you get... Level one you get one more good hit in and literally knock his head off. Robbie will get kind of wide-eyed when he sees that and then look over at and like the, the Skeletor in the group. Who's uh, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> there is only one master of the universe. And it's Rubber Robbie. No. No, it's not. I was referring to me. No, but that's what you said earlier. That's what you said earlier. No. You said rubber robbie. That, that, that's how I took it. I, I that's, figured we were. What I, uh, no, we were that's not what I said. Of the universe. That's not I, what I said. I, I know all Christmas lore, <laughs> and that went right into Christmas lore, is what that did. Arguing all while the lights are out, apparently. In the... <laughs> Skeletor, you're next. What are you doing? Oh, they're still active, aren't they? 
Well, Robbie and Angie are frozen. And the other one is gone. Skeletor. Um, it might be a little bit disconcerting because there's a non-functional you. <laughs> All right. Well, he's going to... God, I don't know. I mean, we have to attack him in the ice, right? Yeah. Um, he's going to hit him with drain. So he's going to cast... See if this works. He's going to cast a drain on the frozen Robbie. Okay. Uh, which automatically succeeds. Got a six. Okay, so how do I roll for damage on that? Roll 1d6. Is it 1d6 plus 2? Is that what it yep. is? Yep. So six damage. All right. You drain six endurance points from Robbie. And if you've taken any, you... Heal up six. Add six to yours. Oh, nice. Because I don't think you can have more than your max. No, not from that, I don't think. All right. Angie. Okay, so because I don't have any fire spells, if I use an ice spell against something that's frozen, will it actually do damage, or does like frozen on frozen? It would still do damage because you've still got like the kinetic force. Okay, well, even though we're twins, currently, Bitter Angie is caught in a mouse trap, so I'd like to fly up and hit Bitter Angie with tail. All right. Go ahead and cast your spell. Target number is a six. Are you going to... So that can affect up to six targets. Are you also going to catch Robbie in that? Uh, yeah. Okay. The frozen Robbie, right? <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> the frozen Robbie. Uh, I got eight. All right. Go ahead and roll 1d6. I got a six. All right, so that does three points worth of endurance. And they both shatter. Oh. The hail, the cookies, pummeled them three to each one, and they melt away into the carpet. Robbie and Angie, and there's shattered pieces of them left over. I didn't enjoy that at all. (laughs) That sucks a little. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to our archive. So, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye. Goodbye.